0: And welcome to the Sincerely Podcast. I'm Beth and I'm Sydney. <laughs> and today we have a very special guest named Monique Helps. That's That's yeah. <laughs> <Monique. laughs> so we just want to get to know Monique a little better. So we have a couple <laughs> questions. <laughs> we have a couple questions for you. Um, we asked our other guests. Um, Alexis when she was on a couple weeks ago, the same question. So we want to know what your favorite book genre is and the favorite book you read this year. Oh goodness. Book genre. I really like to get away from real life and just, I really like chick, Chicklet. chicklets. I was going to say chick flicks, but that's movies. Chicklets. Um, and I also really like suspense um just things that have to do with real life honestly my favorite book that i've read this year was a great alone by kristen Hanna. it was about a family about a daughter with who's very close to her mom and i have that kind of i have that connection i'm very close to my mom and they had a very tough life they ended up moving to Alaska, and the dad was very abusive. I don't relate to that, but <laughs> but it was just it was just it was d- kind of depressing in a way. But I really liked that the daughter ended up trying to do better for herself. Yeah. so I really liked that. That book. That's awesome. That's awesome. I've heard a lot of good things about. But <laughs> it's like one of the uh, Book of the Month Club books from a while back. Is it really? Yeah. Oh yeah, we love Book of the Month Club here. Yeah. Um, all right, so today's book I didn't introduce it at the beginning, but today we're talking about the Royal Holiday. Yes, by Jasmine Guillory. I want yeah, to Guillory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what we're going with. <laughs> it's, it's about um, a mother and daughter who go abroad. Let's talk a little bit about Jasmine Guillory. Okay, just a little bit, and then do you want to talk about the Prosecco? That we're drinking. Yeah. That we're checking. Yes, yes. And then Monique, if you want to read the book description later, that would be really cool. Oh, sure. Okay. So Jasmine Guillory is a New York Times bestselling author, um, and she lives in Oakland, California. She's been a. She's appeared on Oprah Magazine and Cosmopolitan. Um, so she's, yeah, she's a really successful romance right. novelist. So. Uh, we really enjoyed her book, and she's a very good author. I agree. So why, would you, why did you choose Champagne, Sydney? Because it's morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, we decided, uh, Monique's only in town for a little bit, um, so we decided that we were going to record in the morning, and I was debating between like some sort of like Christmas cider or champagne, Prosecco, but I didn't want to make... The cider, so, <laughs> um. Laziness aside, I decided to get some prosecco. And, you know, as we do, everything last minute. I picked it up last night at 10 PM at a Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> this is good though. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, all, wait, this is a common one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it's the La Marca Prosecco. Um, and on the back of the bottle it says, with crisp, clean taste and luxurious mm-hmm. stylish looks. La Marca is an <laughs> ideal way to make everyday Sparkle. It's Ooh, for a party, picnic, or a weekday soirée. Well, yeah. this is a weekend hangout. It's a it's a weekend podcast recording, <laughs> <laughs> and it is perfect. So it no, yeah, no, no. it. it works out. I know it has a vibrant bouquet of apple, white peach, and honeysuckle. Um, and you know they celebrate New Year's Eve, and everybody has some sort of bubbly on World New Year's Eve, toast. right? Should yeah. We do a little cheers for the yeah. discussion that we're about to get cheers. into. So pumped. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cool, Monique. We are really bad at reading the description. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, girl. I don't think you read the yellow part at the top. Okay. So <laughs> Royal Holiday. The description <laughs> on the inside of the cover says Vivian Forrest has been out of the con- out of the country a grand total of one time. So when she gets the chance to tag along on her daughter Maddie's work trip to England to style a royal family member, she can't refuse. She's excited to spend the holidays taking in the magnificent British sights, but what she doesn't expect is to become instantly attracted to a certain private secretary, his charming accent, and his unyielding formality. Malcolm Hudson has worked for the Queen for years, and has never given a personal private tour until now. He's intrigued by Vivian the moment he meets her and finds himself making excuses just to spend time with her. When flirtatious banter turns into a kiss under the mistletoe, things snowball into a full-on fling. Despite Despite a ticking timer on their holiday romance, they're completely fine with ending their short, steamy affair come New Year's Day. Or are they? Okay, I just want to make a note to that description. That was not a kiss under the mistletoe. That was not, a full That was that a made up. I felt like I was intruding on these characters' personal it's time. time. I don't know. I was like, yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you so much for reading the description. That was probably um, top five. <laughs> <laughs> of the five, five. We haven't even recorded five. Yet. Yes. Okay, fine. Yes. Uh, definitely top two, there I go. would say. Yes. Um, <laughs> top two. Um, yours and Alexis's have been way better than yes. anything Beth and I have done. I've actually, like, read words wrong while doing it. We so. just struggle with animation with it because, you know, you're supposed to do a little animation. When you I know. Made, that's what I was trying to do with difficult. the wine this time. I was like, I'm going to get better at this. It's fine. I, th- like, I think that's a thing. you did a really good job. Thanks. Yeah. Snaps. Perfect. Oh. Okay, so that little note aside about the cover, what did y'all think of the book overall? I thought it was cute. Okay, I loved the book. <laughs> oh, really I thought it was super cute. I mean, it's a romance and, like, it's always nice to read romances that aren't just, like, about teenagers. like teenagers or like two young people finding themselves like they're yeah. like oh so this was like super cute and like older people falling in love after you know not having that in a while like, it's so sweet um and then of course like it was around the holidays which was fun I didn't think that the holidays really played that much like
1: emphasis no. in it
0: I think it was just like oh it's it holiday, a holiday season yeah yeah I, I agree because I expected it to be more I don't know how you would make it more Christmassy, a romance book more Christmassy, but it, I mean, it's still read kind of like a Hallmark right. movie to me. You know, but it was very cute and sweet. Another unique characteristic about this book was it was set like, they did talk about the monarchy a lot. Yeah. And oh, one God. of the main characters, Malcolm, he, he was like the Royal secretary to the, Oh, the private secretary to Queen. Yeah. That's I like didn't know what they did. So I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Beth, will you read the description? Yeah. yeah. So no, you're apparently, good. Apparently, right? the private secretary is responsible for supporting the queen and her duties as head of state. So it's not just like taking notes. Right. Which is what I automatically said. I thought it was just an assistant. Just, yeah. yeah. making appointments for so you. So apparently, the office holder is the channel of communication between the head of state and the government, not only the United States in the United Kingdom, but also the other 15 realms of which the queen is uh, sovereign. So that's That's actually a huge job. It's huge. It's huge. They also liaise with the armed forces and the church and many other organizations. So, yeah, I know that he was doing that between parliament and the queen a lot too. So now so. I get why he was so busy. Yes. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, people were like, Oh, Oh yes. This is the private secretary. Okay. Yeah. Like he got like special treatment he, everywhere they yes, went. Yes. Um, no. Yeah. Cause he's special. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I didn't know what he did. And I mean, I mean, I'm glad he looked that up. I, yeah, I just had to. And like, I've watched the crown a little bit, but this book really made me want to go back and like, Rewatch it and pay attention to it. The first time I watched it, it was with Stan, and he was like bored after the third episode. He's like, Can we watch something else, please? <laughs> I was like, You should be lucky. It's either a murder documentary or this. What do you want from me? <laughs> like, I gave you two options. options. I two options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if, if I get to choose TV that night, then I mean, what do you want? But he really wasn't into it. But now. That he's good. I'm like, maybe I'll watch it now. <laughs> <More free time. laughs> All the free time I have, yeah. Yes. It's actually does kind of make me want to watch something that has to do with, you know, British government. Yeah, The Crown was really good. When I was yeah. watching it, it's so, it's like, it's super cool. At least the first season that I watched was really cool. And then I know that Christine, um, our friend Christine, she watches it and she loved it. Like, really? it, Yeah, and I think the third season's coming out. Cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, we'll have to check that out maybe yeah. later because i, don't know to do it later. I can't clean. Mm, it's clean. one of those shows that you have to yes, like clean in quotation marks. <laughs> it's one of those shows you have to pay attention to though. Oh, never mind. Yeah, well, that's, that's my thing. thing. I'm so oh, scatterbrained. No. Well, it's because you come home from work. You're tired. Yeah, mm-hmm. I come, we come home from work and then like I'm either working on the gala or I'm working on this and then it's like. Uh, free time, let me put on friends or like something yes, I've something seen 17 times in the background to yes. like numb. Yeah. Um, forget about what you did earlier today. Right. Exactly. to do. Right. Wind down. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people are on the same note, though. I, I used to drive, drive my old roommate crazy because I would never pay attention to anything. You, yeah, yeah. I was your old roommate. You drove me and crazy. Well, I know. you're never. I know. <laughs> <Even> <laughs> always like, wait, what just happened? I know. No, she can drive and I, crazy. I'm literally
1: looking at the screen. It's just. It just, I, it I, turns it, off. Like, it's it like a it moment really for you to, like,
0: chill. Um, that's why, like, sometimes I'm, like, I'm not in the mood for reading. And, I mean, we read a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. But sometimes, mm-hmm. some days I come home and Beth is like, hey, we need to read this book for next week. And I'm like. Okay, but now I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'll now, get it done. Yeah, but... I'll get it done. But at this very moment, I am going to turn on Scrubs and watch twenty episodes in a row. It's fine. <laughs> Are you still watching? Yes. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> I just want to know, even though I remind you to read, I'm always the last to finish reading. Yeah, what <laughs> I procrastinate. I'm also yeah. busy too. Yeah, we're all busy. Let's let's be real. Yeah, it's it's just it's you know it's a give and take. Yeah. Yeah. Like I kind of, I really want to talk about Vivian's relationship with her daughter. Yeah. Cause, um, I, cause when I first started reading the books, I didn't really read the flap, like the cover. Cause uh-huh. I, really do I don't really, I don't do that usually either. Um, it kind of gives real. it away. Yeah, exactly. But what did you think of the mother daughter relationship? I think? liked it. I liked how close they were. Um, it seemed like Vivian would do anything for her daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which was very sweet she dropped everything she her daughter persuaded maddie persuaded vivian to go on this trip with her even though she has a job she's or in the middle of transitioning into a job she has family to take care of right and it was the first time that she has taken care of herself in a while mm-hmm. and her daughter has that impact i thought it was cool yeah I has so that true. impact
1: i really yeah mom. i like the
0: fact that she was like nope, you're coming, like, I, I, I'm i taking you away, like, we're gonna do this, like, because it's There's clear no that option. Vivian, like, cares so much about other people, like, her job is social work, and so, like, that's her whole life, is taking care of everyone else, mm-hmm. and then taking care of her family, and so it's nice that, like, her daughter is able to just be like, I'm gonna take care of you for a moment, come with me on this vacation, it's for free, like, yeah. <laughs> let's do this. It's also sweet that she actually wanted to go on vacation with her mom, yeah. Like she could have invited her boyfriend. Right. Her but boyfriend. she was she even said she was like, no. Yes. <laughs> I can't imagine not spending Christmas with my mom. And I was like, I okay, that's... I'm gonna go cry Aww. now. I think that was really sweet. I do think Maddie was a little pushy when it came to Malcolm later on in the book. A little bit. But I think it's only because she, she needed it. Needed right? it. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. Vivian I think she was starting to talk herself out of it and Maddie was like let yourself have fun for once in your freaking life like I think yeah. she just needed that push because sometimes whenever you are so used to helping other people you forget about yourself that's, that's very true. true that's true Yeah I guess I guess I guess the only part that would that was bothering was cuz it was after that time that Malco planned Vivian's stay for longer without mm-hmm. even though she hadn't said yes yet And then Maddie was like, she'll stay. She'll stay. Even though, you know, Vivian was still, like, on the edge. Because she was kind of like, oh, he just planned this without. I think that's the only part I was like, well, you should have at least talked to your mom to see what she was thinking before saying she'll stay. Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it a little bit. I feel like she knew her mom wanted to stay and was just, like, the pushing factor of being, like, Stop. Stop talking yourself out of it. Like, just do something for you for once. And I think if she, Vivian really didn't want to say, she could have said something right then and there. Oh, no, you're right. I think they're so. She's a strong she woman. Her. Yeah, like Vivian's very strong. Yes. <laughs> she was had been divorced for thirty years. Yeah, raised Maddie by herself, pretty much. Right. because so. like, there's no talk about Maddie's dad at all. No. Like, they just said like he would surprise and get upset no. if she didn't like the surprise. Um, but there was no talk of like, Oh, this is how he helped raise Maddie or like anything There's nothing that happened. confused me a little bit though. I like wanted to know more about that. About. yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was like, okay, so they divorced, but like, do you still talk to him? Like, but they don't mention that. Or is he like That's out of the hell. picture completely? Like what's the deal? I got the impression that he's out of the picture completely just because <laughs> they didn't talk about it. They more. didn't talk about him. And Maddie is so close to her mom and right. I think maybe at least my, my viewpoint was they probably didn't mention him because of the type of book this is huh. you know it's a happy like feel good novel and I imagine if that's if true. they talked a lot about the absent father, father. it's absent not like quite as happy anymore yeah and I think maybe that's why or maybe they just you know couldn't go past a certain amount of pages because <laughs> <laughs> it was a short book it was yeah. it was really sweet but yeah and I hear you saying, I kind of want to know the story there I wonder what happened yeah, I think it's a four years. it was a short. Why wasn't she really with anyone? Because like, well, she, she tried like, to keep her her relationships private. That yeah. was mentioned. Because she did date somebody else. Yes. Yeah, and they they did mention like her going on dates and dating other people. I was um, Nothing like, serious. But right, yeah, she said like every time it was just like some idiot. Yes. <laughs> some idiot trying to go after her who basically can no longer get thirty year olds. Like I think that's and they're going after her because she's stable and she's like. You're not though. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) So speaking of fathers, um, you know, Malcolm had a nephew. His name was Miles and his father died really young. And so Mm -hmm. Malcolm has always been like a father figure to him. Um, And they just had such a complicated relationship during the book. Like, you know, like everything that was going on um, the whole time, until so he was supposed to spend Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with Miles. And then it turns out that, you know, Vivian invites Malcolm to Christmas Eve with them. Uh, so he ends up staying there and then just going up on Christmas Day. But the whole time Miles is like, Oh my god, I have this surprise for you. Like, I have something to tell you, I have something to tell you. And like, what did y'all think it was? Because I know like Malcolm thought it was he was moving in with his girlfriend, but what did y'all think it was? I didn't have it. I honestly thought that did okay. Was he already accepted into Oxford? Yes. Oh yes. um, mm-hmm. okay. Cause no. I was thinking that he got I thought it had something to do with Oxford. Right. No, yeah, I that was that I, was me. I, I honestly didn't think anything about it. I was like, oh that's cool. He was a surprise. I thought it was gonna be that like he was gonna like move to the States. Like he's like, Oh I got into like a school in California and then it would be like, Oh, Malcolm moved to California and then everything would be happy right. and cheery and great. <laughs> but yeah so it ended up being that miles decided he didn't want to go to oxford anymore which is where malcolm went and so he was really super proud of miles for getting into oxford but he mm-hmm. wanted to go to like some art school and yeah and malcolm was so upset he flipped the fuck out yeah but he did not he was not well, calm well because malcolm is this high up prestigious position he right. went to oxford right. he views miles as kind of like a son, a son. yeah so he has this idea of what's best for him right and even though he's like oh yeah you're great at painting but he views that as like a hobby not, not as like a, a career career or so he yeah. did overreact so bad i think he did too he did. i was like wow you're just gonna freak really out just, uh, Especially I was, Christmas. It was yeah, it was super disappointing and then also it's like okay, I'm sorry, but like if you are in politics, you can't like you should know how to like keep your cool and like manipulate the situation and you couldn't do that. Like it it must have been like so hurtful for like somehow being so hurtful for Malcolm that Miles decided not to do this. Um but I thought that was crazy. I I did too and I I hated that. That was a Christmas blow up and then like oh so malcolm invites vivian to stay with him in london right and mm-hmm. so their first day he's like in this pissy mood the whole day because mm-hmm. vivian just asked like how was christmas with malcolm what was his big surprise well, he was already in a pissy mood she was trying right. to like break the tension right he, oh he had good news and like how do you do that like i'm sorry like this is just another thing i think people in yeah. general don't know how to control their emotions sometimes. That's true. And so like, but it was something to me where I was like, you have this person who's going to be with you for five days and you're going to ruin a whole day over your attitude for real. Yeah. Like, I mean, most of the day until the end and they went to dinner with the crazy person. But like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love that scene so much. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually one of the more enjoyable because I have seen people that freaking obnoxious. Oh, yeah. And I love that he ordered this really hot soup, I guess, and he was like, "I want it even I want it spicier." Extra spicy, you and then as the spiciest as you can do it. And yeah, this, and then Vivian, you know, he's like chugging water because it's so much, and he's like sweating. Sweat. And I'm just picturing, and he's like bald, thing. right, I right? I like that's know. what and I'm ever, imagining. I'm is he's like his like bald ugly. head is sweating. Like- <laughs> I'm picturing this ugly bald man, yeah, right. trying to impress this hot young chick. Right, I imagine like this little sugar daddy. Yes, like, yes. Like, yeah, exactly. And he's like chugging water. Vivian's like I'm I trying not to laugh yeah. right and she's like I couldn't if he was nicer I would have just leaned over and told him to have bread or milk but I'm not going to do that because like, he he's an so ass. Rude. yeah I actually love that scene I, 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 I did know, too it awesome. made, yes <laughs> see that was an unnecessary scene in quotation marks but I actually love I think it, like, was there to, like, break the tension between yes. Vivian and Malcolm, yes. but it also, like, to kind of, like, add some humor back into it. I thought it was hysterical. I, I was, like, I, I did like feel bad God. for the girl, though, who was, like, I'm excuse. not feeling good. We should go. And he was, like, yeah, okay, great, whatever. And then he gets the food for free because he makes a complaint. Yeah. And his soup. It was his yeah. spicy soup yeah. Right. Yeah, it was for free. And he just had to pay for water. No, no. no he, or, like, their drinks or no, alcohol. No, he said that her soup. Like he yeah her he food. said that her, they, so her all their food, food was comped and they were like you just have to pay for the drinks and then the chef was like um or I guess the chef sent out food which like I was thinking as somebody so I work in the restaurant industry and as somebody who does that I was like is that just something they ordered that they gave to them for free like that the yeah. other ta- like they already made it like so sometimes whenever that happens you already have something made like you can't just let it go to waste so yeah. did they just be like drop it off at a table and be like This is from the chef. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your patience. Or was it because Malcolm is so high up that they made them something special? I probably think they made him something special. I just want to, even though you're probably, I mean, you work in the restaurant industry, but (laughs) since, since he is, since he is such a high up figure, I'd be scared to give them something that was already made because he literally works with the queen. Right. He could get that restaurant shut down. Probably be really, it's like super nice though. Like have you guys ever gone to Starbucks and they're like, do you want this venti iced coffee? And you're like, I just ordered one. They're like, you can have two. And you're like, yes. That's, <laughs> that's like, that's how I felt. I was like, yes, I feel special. <laughs> that's happened to me where they've offered or like someone orders, they make too many scones. Or something. Right. But I always say no. Cause I'm like, what if they tainted it? I don't know. Oh my gosh. No. Like straight up. Like I've gone to Starbucks. I think like the Starbucks near my house really likes me or at least this really, really nice lady there um she was so sweet her name is melissa and she's always like hi my name is melissa how are you and like <laughs> and i'm like good how are you melissa and like, like <laughs> but like she like has given me free stuff a couple times and i'm like Yep, yeah, every time i just take it because i'm like even if i don't want it like because i don't like if they give me a free bagel and i don't eat i don't eat grains i'm like yeah. okay i'll give it to somebody else like but i would yeah. just take it i mean that's better i i don't know i that, that's like a little paranoid yeah <laughs> that's okay okay now i know i never give beth free thanks <laughs> oh, I trust you. well if i get it free from somewhere else I won't oh bring yeah it no to like you. um yesterday <laughs> this is off a little off topic the same, yeah yesterday at the bar you know how they have community waters yeah like even though it's a tank that's sealed I'm, oh, no. I, I don't drink it why it's so easy <laughs> for people to just taint it yeah. And it scares me. So I never do that. I'm all and they're always like use the community water and I'm like, I don't trust it. Okay, I want f- it we're gonna talk about irrational fears. So like, like I have an irrational fear of sharks. You. If <laughs> for your shark, I do for like sharks. I don't like the ocean. Yeah, the, well, in the, like, the I mountains. like won't we'll get into the lake. I'm like Earth is irrational. It's like it's very oh. irrational. It's like rich people would put sharks in lakes. I know it. Like like oh. if someone was rich enough and bored enough, they would do it. But then like, do a the river like yeah, all the sharks bull actually. sharks can yeah exactly up rivers. yeah, and so if they go up a river into a real lake they can live and eat yo and so <laughs> Honestly, I'm getting scared like my toes are kind of tingling right now because I'm like <laughs> nervous about a shark coming up but like, even more than yeah. sharks my bigger fear more than sharks, is gators really yeah oh. oh so bad because gators can they're, they're so they can close. go anywhere yo yeah. yes and oh my god remember that when they're like sewers or they're like walking around cities and stuff like that and, go, and then it's and like gator. please I can, don't I say <laughs> Hey, Davids guys. and crocodiles <laughs> are just, I should believe they're just a of dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. We they, all are, well, but it's fine. Okay, you okay. <laughs> know <Yeah>. birds are? <laughs> okay, we no, shut up? I'm trying <laughs> to make a point. Okay, okay, okay. they are scary. Okay, so like back to the topic of the book. Um, <laughs> momentary like sidebar, but it's fine. So... <laughs> What else? Okay, so we just talked about, like, Malcolm and Miles, so and I guess we can... Irrational fears. Irrational fears. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess we can talk... That's a good segue to uh, uh, Vivian's irrational fears of surprises. Oh, yeah, yeah too. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <yes. laughs> the yeah. first comes from her ex-husband. Right, yeah. definitely. So it's not that... Well, I guess it's a little irrational. Well, but, yeah. Get that. But, get um... That. Yeah, so, like, Malcolm has a couple surprises for her throughout, nice. um, and she gets pretty nervous, but I think they were really cool. Like, okay, so one night, that he takes her to the v and um, museum, and that's where they see the tiara, um, and so I think we briefly touched on the tiara earlier and how he sent her one, mm-hmm. but it's, you know... A small little tiara with like sapphires and diamonds. Yeah. And like they get to go after dark, no one's there. And then they bring the tiara out of the case. I just want to say that's so romantic. That's so cute. I was like, like, wow, cool. I I was like, well, you know, I know Zach isn't doesn't work for the Queen, so it's a little different. Ridiculous, (laughs) Zach. Do better. (laughs) I I don't I don't really understand why she wanted like, why she loved the tiara so much? Because I've never wanted a tiara. That's not I think she just me. wanted to see it. Like, I think it was. And just, he got her it, as like a special. Yeah. Because I think she mentioned, like, oh, yes. like you I've know, always heard these jewels are amazingly right? beautiful. Yeah. And so I think he just was like, okay, I can make that happen. Like, I listened to her and I can make it happen. And I thought that was super sweet that, like, literally, because I think it came up like maybe one time in their conversations and he made it happen. And I thought that was super romantic it's so nice when men listen <laughs> Malcolm was yeah. a good listener yeah I give that for him but yeah. his character was also written by a woman right so <laughs> you're not wrong yeah and I mean like the, his listening came in handy later because like so the whole entire book like at the beginning Vivian is told that you know her boss is leaving and she can become the director of social work and You know, she doesn't ever seem, like, super thrilled about it. Like, even whenever he brings it up and like, the first chapter, she's just kind of, like, it's more money. It's more money. It's happening. And, like, you know, Malcolm asks her about her current job, and she talks about it, and she obviously loves it so much. So passionate. Yeah, like, super passionate. And, you know, it comes down to it, and, like, it's time for her to apply. And this is when they're apart. And so Mm. they're, like, writing each other postcards, and he asks her, like, but will it make you happy? Like I've heard you talk about your other job and how much you love it and how happy you are. Will this job, new job make you happy? And it really like. Yeah. She, you know, she held that should Always ask yourself. And she kept looking at it and she started asking herself those questions. Yeah. And she finally realized she was just doing it because she felt like it was the next step. And also because like, she is a black woman. She wanted to be a role model. Yeah. Like she wanted to show other women of color that, you too can become the director of social work. Like this yeah. isn't just like a man's field. This is, you know, you know, a woman of color and in women's field. Huge. That is a huge promotion. But yeah. she didn't want to be a director. She likes working one on one with the kids. Right. Like one yeah. of her things is just she loves speaking and actually making it impact on the patients. And while like I'm sure the director does that as well. Yeah. It's a lot of paperwork and it's a lot it's of more schmoozing. Like yeah. One on one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so. I mean, he and did have that one really good quality that he was just, like, such a great, you know, listener. Yeah. I mean, like, we're getting to the point where we discuss how he was kind of a butthead just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she eventually writes back and tells him, you know, the first person I told didn't to take the job. And then, I guess, like, a week later, maybe? Or after the tiara. Mm-hmm. You know, she writes and says she loves him. Yeah. And then... Didn't hear from him for three radio weeks. Radio silence. <laughs> yeah. Know, oh, my gosh. And, like... Honestly, she handled it better than I would have. And you know what? She there was a point in the book, and I actually remember this, where she's like, I'm usually one of those people who are like cry it out and get over it. But like I, you know, was kind of wallowing for three weeks and it reminded me, like, okay, so in college, like anything, anytime anything, you know, me and a guy broke up or whatever, I always told myself that I could have a 48-hour pity party.
1: And that was it. Yeah,
0: I was like, that's it. You have 48 hours to eat as much ice cream as you want. And drink as much as you want and mm-hmm. just cry as much as you want. And then after that, you're going to the gym. You're taking a shower. Like, <laughs> like, like you're, you're pulling yourself up. Right. Your exactly. You are, It's on. you're moving on. And like, but you know, she was saying like, it was hard for her to, you know, do that. Yeah. Um Well, cause I, I think this is the first time she's loved someone like that. Right. Well, um, yeah. Which is, and, and who's like, who's like yeah. seems to understand her too because you know like he clearly listens and has taken her on all these romantic places and like again with her job like he he wasn't just like trying to have sex with her he was clearly like listening to her and understanding her passions yeah I mean Idris Elba and Viola Davis just needed to be together <laughs> did we talk about that one in this one or the last one it was this one. So. Oh, yeah so so we discussed a little bit <laughs> So, Monique pointed out that she pictured Malcolm as Idris Elba, right? No, I think we all just decided that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yes. now you said it. Right? Yeah. In reading yeah. the book, I was picturing Denzel Washington. I was picturing Tay Diggs, and then we, we decided on Idris Elba in, Because he is from London. And so we loved London. that. Yeah. We love him. He's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, great. Uh, and yes Daisy he is the great. hot chocolate man <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> uh, and then decided that Vivian was going to be Viola Davis and mm-hmm. she is just such a classy woman yeah she is I love that I love wow. her I love her and how to get away with murder like she's amazing she's an r- amazing actress and I just she feel is. like that, that's perfect it. yeah she is but I think that they both have great smiles yeah, do, I know. Do, do, do. Can my teeth be that white? <laughs> Who do you pay? <laughs> and how much? So yeah, I probably cannot afford. It. <laughs> Not wrong, but I try. Okay? okay. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we can just do press whitening strips. We're on, budget. Yeah. Well, after this podcast makes us super rich and famous, then we'll go there. <laughs> we say it's we chug our champagne <laughs> all like oh, it's Ooh, yeah. at me. Yeah. they're chugging your the champagne. I'm Ooh. so worried. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sober. Like no, nobody is ever like I'm sober and is genuinely sober. I know. No. My favorite thing (laughs) is when it's like, when it's like I'm not drunk at all, and it's like I'm just having a good time. Okay. It's fine. I'm dancing. Feel like this was Beth last night or something? What? That was totally you last night. Okay, we have to open the second bottle if anybody wants more. Okay, I had my dancing shoes on last night. <laughs> I was feeling myself, A just like Vivian was feeling herself throughout this book. Oh, yeah. Yes, did you like that segue? I did. Good job. Yeah, good yes. job. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Yeah, so where do we want to start with Vivian? I know we already talked about her relationship with her daughter Maddie, uh-huh. but I kind of want to talk about how she viewed the monarchy. Okay. I just thought it was interesting because I know I actually. You're gonna need to read that for me. Okay, so I made a. Or I can read it if you need. (laughs) What are you trying to say? No. No, Okay, so when I was reading this book, there was like a discussion. This was on one of um, Malcolm and Vivian's first walks through, like the 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 grounds and stables. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about the monarchy, and and how I don't know. I just. They were talking about not to be – I mean, there was nothing specific except she was just asking Malcolm how it felt. Right. To be surrounded by these people who were just – they didn't earn. Yeah, they didn't earn the – the Right. They just, they just were born into it. Right. Which is insane to me. It's super weird because obviously, what? like, we're all American Americans? and we were grown – we were grown, grown there. <laughs> like, we American really soil to, all. <laughs> We grew up to believe if we really wanted to, we could be president. Which, right. in theory, is true, but it's not. Yeah, it's like, it, but it's like a, technically everyone's supposed to be able to be president. Blah blah uh, blah, 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 blah lies, and yes. so <laughs> it's still it's still you know a man's game, but a man's um, game and a money game, a man's money white game. Yes. <laughs> yes, let's let's get the clear. But um, but you know in America there still is like there isn't well there's still social classes in like old money so of course yeah but, but this like is different it it's is. like it's it's not these not are. Like, yeah. The crown jewel, like this, and I, I just found that discussion so interesting, and and then I, he talked about how it, it was kind of odd, right. to be in it, and he felt bad saying that, right. Well, it's because like it's, it's his job, it's his whole yeah. life. Like he clearly has worked his way up to be the private secretary of the queen. It's not like it's like he's the private secretary to some random mm-hmm. off, you or maybe, know, yeah. like. Lord, Um, but yeah, no. So like, it's just like, he's, it's to the queen. It's not to someone who's just like lower down the line. Who's Mm -hmm. not super important. Um, so it has to be weird. And then it's going to be weird talking bad about it. Yeah. Um, But I felt like it was really cool that like, again, like the relationship clicked so Quickly, that yeah. he like trusted her enough to be like, okay, I can confide in you. Yeah, I can confide in her. That it is weird, it is, yeah, yeah, because he's he, I don't think he ever voiced that out loud, even though no, his family, yeah. Miles, like his nephew Miles, a little off topic, I'm not really. Um, when he got upset with Malcolm right. after you know, after Malcolm went off on him about not going to Oxford, he made a dig at him right. about his job. So, I mean. I think that you're right. It was kind of special that he actually did voice. Yeah. It is weird when it's obvious that his family also feels the same way. Yeah. Well, you know, also teenagers say whatever they want to hurt you. Whatever's on their minds. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, it's also like, you know, he was obviously hurt by Malcolm and he knows that like, this is important to Malcolm. So I'm sure he just was like, okay, well, this is the first thing that I can think of to make you upset. Um, Teenagers are great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just I thought their whole relationship was really special. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, and the snail mail, how they would mail each other letters, right? Or have them hand delivered on the grounds. That was sweet and it was different. So cute, and but like, it also, I think, it also kind of like. Encapsulated the fact that you know they were older, and this is like an older romance, they didn't do right. texting, I right? Was really sweet. Yeah, I thought the whole thing was super sweet that they just wrote each other little love notes during the day, and then each week they'd write each other love notes until yeah. the end.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so, now that we're talking about the end, I yeah. want to talk about Malcolm's reaction to Vivian's love letter. I hated that, I hated it too. What do you think? I kind of liked it. His Him? Reaction. Well, no, not the reaction, but when he did three weeks later. Later, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, like, not the reaction. His no. initial reaction of being reaction, like, I don't know. What do I do with this? this yeah, he, like, he was so rude. Like, he was like, uh, There's no way you're in love with me. I barely know you, basically. Yeah. And then and it's. He, didn't, respond. he didn't realize it until Miles. I thought it was kind of cool that Vivian helped repair miles and Malcolm's relationship. Yes. And then miles, miles helped. Did it in yeah. Return. Yes. Help Malcolm and Vivian's relationship. Cause he was like, what are you doing? Vivian's great. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, I just thought that was super sweet. Um, but no, I, I was super pissed at Malcolm. I was like, what's wrong with you? And like, obviously, and there's like, oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, so eventually like, Malcolm goes and he flies to the U.S. and surprises, surprises her at home it's and again. is like, I'm so sorry. Yes. I'm three weeks late. Came with an overnight bag that's yeah. really it and <laughs> flowers. And I thought that was so cute. I know. And she was, what are you doing here? Yeah. You've had weeks. Yeah. You've had almost a month. Which I, I can me. understand why she was pissed. Because oh, yeah. I would be hell yeah. it. I'd be yeah, like, and you you'd think re- you can just show the fuck up and be my man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's <the> so <laughs> sweet. You just flew across Me the world. Yeah. Fuck you, but dude. Yeah. Lady <laughs> so had one week because of the letter. Like he, right. I He should have called her as soon as he got there. Right. Yeah. And, like, he obviously, like, he's been alone for six years. Like, he has an important job. She lives in the U.S. Like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing, lady? And then. Yeah. He even mentioned so. Whenever they backtracking a little bit, whenever they had, he was a little upset with Vivian for bringing up Miles. Yeah. How he they went? We're going to go back to his apartment because mm-hmm. he said he had to work. Right. And that she was so said shitty. And she said, "Okay, that's fine. I'll just. I get to. I can read. She can keep herself busy. I like your little reading. Head. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, and <laughs> I can read. A lot. <laughs> but she's just going to read, and he had to respond to just an email. that took 10 minutes. Right. And he said, I usually bury myself in work to distract myself from, from things. Right. He said something along those lines. Right. And then why can't I do it now with Vivian here? Right. And I think at that moment, I feel like he should have, he should have known. And so, um, but I did think like at the very end it was very sweet um but it was the a gesture was nice. The gesture was and nice. It did like in the epilogue. Yeah. It did end the story like in the Christmas season again. Right. So looping back to our original like Christmas didn't it did originally go back to Christmas. Yeah. So
1: You're very
0: right. decorating for Christmas. Yeah. It's very sweet. Uh, so it's the Royal Holiday Engagement. Yeah. Oh, were they engaged? I don't, I don't she just kind that of though. figured. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the I mean, you you finished year. the book last, so I don't know. <laughs> the following year they got engaged. Yeah. Just because a sequel <laughs> at Jasmine. <laughs> yeah. This, ooh, at Jasmine. <laughs> next, so next will be the royal holiday engagement. Ooh, or just the holiday, holiday engagement because he's it's in no a longer, longer royal. Yeah. No, the queen I like the royal aspect. They can still like. The we're London the engagement. I mean it could. could yeah. She and like, Queen could be We're famous. like You're guys, yeah. you guys yeah. be That's happening. The yeah. holiday engagement. I feel like there's already a book called that though. Probably. Yeah. So thank you so much, Monique, for coming on today. it has been so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> yeah, this was mm-hmm. our Christmas discussion. Yes, Christmas episode. So yeah. we're really excited. Merry Christmas, y'all! Merry Christmas! Oh my goodness. <laughs> How crazy! It feels so weird to say that so early. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're like uh, five weeks out from Christmas right now. Yeah. But you know what? It's coming out on Christmas Eve. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Aww. Yeah, what's a Christmas Carol thing where they're like to each do? No, fine. Tis the season. (laughs) 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 That's all we've got. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, if if in the future, if you would like to be a guest, we'd love to have you back. (laughs) (laughs) And listeners, you can send any question or book ideas to sincerelypod at gmail.com. And again, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at sincerelysvepod. Yeah, Monique, is there somewhere they should find you and follow you? I mean, they can. Yeah, oh, we're we'll at. Tag, it, you can tag me. Yeah. <laughs> I, and my Instagram is moniquephelped. P Helped. Ooh. Ooh, that wedding Oh goodness. I know. <laughs> it's weird. Still getting used to it. Someone got married. <laughs> <laughs> Why would <were> you <laughs> <with me? laughs> okay. well Awesome. Okay, great. Thank you so much again for coming on. Mm, and thanks for and- all. it was so much fun. Thanks. Yeah be sure to listen to our next episodes discussing work party by Jacqueline Johnson which premieres on January 7th and the last house guest by Megan Miranda featuring my sister Samantha which premieres on January 21st send us any questions or book ideas to sincerelypod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook as sincerely SB Pot. Sincerely said. And Beth.